Perfect. Okay, so. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Not Boring Business Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Redman, founder of YourV1.com. This is not suits and handshakes business. This is not boring business. Let's go. Blair, Blair, what's your last name? Williams. Okay. Oh, Blair Williams. Okay. Because mm-hmm. every time I get an email, I know two people from Member Press, right? Those two people are Kevin, who's always emailing me. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Kevin. Good old Kevin. Kevin with that picture at the bottom. And yeah, I love right. it in mobile because it's right in my face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love the strategy so much. I have been wanting to put an image of me on the bottom of all my emails. Nice. So that people are fully aware of who they're who they're talking with. I love this. I love it. Well, um, Active Campaign actually has a. We use Active Campaign, and they have a template that actually that we just using kind of one of their prefab templates. And I was like, oh, I, I was like, that seems like a good idea to just like throw a picture down at the bottom. Let's have Kevin throw his picture down there. Oh, okay. You know? So why Kevin, not you, with all these with all the email com- well, communication? He is the. Um, well, he has been our head of growth, and so he's been basically the person that does all the emails. So, mm, okay. So, so there there will be some that I like. I sent out an email this last week. We came out with a new feature for MemberPress single page checkout, yep. and um, and that one had my picture on it. So, okay, okay. So for all the not boring, but well, we've started this. So for all the not boring nation people out there. Uh, explain a little bit about yourself, a little bit about what MemberPress is, and then we'll kind of get into the uh, WordPress environment and, and building your niche, things like that. Excellent. Yeah, so um, I'm Blair Williams, and I'm a developer by trade, and I kind of did this uh, scratch-your-own-itch thing where you know I was doing a lot of membership uh, sites for uh, clients and decided I could do better. And so um, I wrote uh, MemberPress, and uh, MemberPress is a uh, membership plugin for WordPress, and that means it's it, it allows you to to um, protect your content on WordPress and to charge money for it. Um, and so it has a, a really wide range of applications. Uh, probably the most common of which is like a video course or you know kind of online courses. Um, so you can um, you can use WordPress to uh, manage your content, you know, so your videos or your audio or your downloadable files or whatever, and the member press locks it down. And oh yeah, because you, you just you just had this was a big thing, like you just made uh, digital downloads. Absolutely, yeah. Packages. Yep, yep. We we had um, member press has always been able to protect standalone files, but it relied on um, Apache. So. Apache as a web server and it relied on kind of some technical stuff that um, most a lot of people a lot of web hosts are now moving away from that mm. and so we decided you know we can do better in this area we can start allowing yeah, or create an interface for people to manage their downloads better and it's been a real hit I mean people have really um, it's been really good how many customers. users do you have on it right now um, Since it was just released yeah Honestly, I haven't really looked too much okay. at the numbers, but I, I know that we have 
quite a few people using it because we we've, we've had a lot of questions about it. You know, sure. we we always get feature requests and and uh, and that kind of thing. So yeah, this is what I, I the immediately I thought like oh fuck digital easy digital downloads is in trouble. Oh well, we, we yeah we have a little different niche than them, but we we manage we manage the the downloads now as well. And like so, is that you being nice? I've only known you for a couple hours, but like, <laughs> is this you being nice? I feel like it's a direct competitor and knowing all the other things that you give, d easy digital downloads is like $800 or some shit. Yeah. Well, they, you know they, I mean? they, they have a different model. So they, they charge, um, like for add-ons and we we're we're, we, we try to be all inclusive. We try mm -hmm. to be like an all, like an all, all, all included kind of a package. Right. And and uh, and we really do strive to like give a lot of value for the money that you spend with us. And, and you so, do. Like yeah. a f it, it's official with that release that when I have just a straight up digital product, that's obviously what I'm using. I mean, I already I'm right. already on the premium package, but like Right. You you just saved me 800 bucks, I feel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, we we have been using um other we've been recommending other plugins, you know, to you Easy Digital Downloads it is uh, it, it 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 has not. I mean, it, it's it's great, I think, but it it didn't work with MemberPress all that well because it had a lot of stuff in it that um, really duplicated what was going on in MemberPress as mm -hmm. well. So we were recommending other kind of free plugins, but then the support on those um, kind of went away. You know, because sure. they're they're free plugins. We were like, we're going to just do this uh, in house and and uh, we're going to you know deliver a better experience for our customers and I, so i absolutely i just don't for everyone out there we're talking about building your own website protecting the content on it so you can charge for it and that's a lot of that's a lot of things that we build for people a lot of sites oh, yeah. a lot of apps have protected content so i'm so excited that you agreed to come on here and absolutely and talk a little jive a little with me yeah totally um how important, I guess, is, I guess, like right off the bat, or it's not off the bat. I don't know why I said that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. Okay. But it feels like we've been talking forever. It's all um, good. <laughs> so uh, how I've seen that demand, you've obviously, like you said, scratch your own itch and built this, but I'm sure you get a lot of feature requests like you also oh, said. Oh, yeah. You get a lot of things coming in your pipeline explain to me the actual need for a protected content website. What are the advantages of having a members only uh, feature to your website? Well, I think um, really it's the best way to monetize. I mean, your content. I mean, the I've tried a lot of different things in my career, right? I've tried like the donation route <laughs> or the ad route or you know other things and really nothing works like protecting your content and, mm -hmm. and charging for access to it I mean there's just there you're you're not going to get um, a guaranteed revenue stream and as you know you know as a business owner and I know you know revenue is like blood in the body right I mean like you have Absolutely. to have you have to have it it's not a matter of like you're being greedy or you're trying to like you know whatever like you need it to survive and if you want to if you want to have a blog and you want to be out there on the internet um you know producing content 
and you don't want it to be like a hobby. You want it to be your career, right? You got to right. make money doing yeah. it, right? And Correct. so member press, I think, fills that, um, you know, that that need uh, really well because people, we've got so many customers that are just out there just doing. They're 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 basically, you know, kind of living the the internet dream of like I can live anywhere. I can do, you know, I have a lot of latitude on 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 what I do in my life, and I'm doing what I love, right? Absolutely. And so, so I, I would say that it's, um, it's, it's a pretty great, um, niche, right? Yeah. That is, I think one of the biggest pieces that we're building with the V one, with the new V one platform. Yeah. Um, is I, and I just changed this because one of the things on here is getting advice from people. Cause one, I'm horrible at taking advice. I am, I am historically bad <laughs> at taking feedback from people. That's why I'm an entrepreneur. Right. Mm -hmm. Like when I work for anyone, it's like, Jeremy, you got a two out of five on this. And I'm I literally my next response is, fuck you. <laughs> you, do you know what I, I just can't get through. That's confidence, man. Man, I I know. And trust me, you need a lot of confidence to do you what do. we do as entrepreneurs. You know, like it, you'll have horrible days. Um, and my thing is focus on revenue building businesses. Yep. And I haven't even changed the content on our webpage yet, but like right up that alley, how, how important is it for you to, I mean, I know you guys don't pre, well, it's almost inherent with your product, which is charging for content is building a revenue business, right? Yeah. Like it's very important. I think that people correlate effort and profit, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like for me, I just think that's more important than building this user-driven business? Or what would you do? Here's a little advice piece. Should I, on the Your V1 website, should I actually make it explicit, these are revenue-building apps? Or should I leave it like more open-ended, like, hey, build your app, we'll do revenue. I'm so passionate about the revenue side of stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I think you should. Because oh, I, okay. I, I mean, I, I th this is the thing like, and of course, you know, revenue and profits are two different things, right? But right. I mean, you have to have revenue before you can have profits. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah, so, right. So. so, so, but like, but, but I mean, that's a real distinction, you know, I mean, people and you can, one of the, one of the caveats with that is that, you know, sending emails out and stuff, you know, that, that have the word revenue or have like the word money or, or any, or cash or anything like that. Um, can get flagged by spam filters and all that mm. kind of stuff. So like that's that's one thing to consider with your message. But like there are ways around it. I mean, you know, you could you could even say build a real business, like a business that actually like is going to help you to you know live the way that you want to live, right? Or yeah, to sure. or to or to make a living, you know, doing yeah. this stuff, right? Make a like, living business. How do, yeah, how make a make, yeah. I mean. Uh, I don't know exactly how you'd word it, um, yeah. you know, right now, but like, but I mean, I, I would, I would probably, you know, go down that route because that's what, that's what people ultimately need and people, there's not a clear path, you know, mm -hmm. to, to do that. There's just oh, not. Right. Okay, fine. I'm doing it. I'm just, yeah. you will see the changes on it today. I'm putting, I'm, I'm going to think about okay. the wording Then I'm going to have to run it by you and okay. then we'll have to have not boring nation the 1800 people that listen to this every episode nice like just every time someone comes in i just i'm gonna i'm gonna hit him with it so okay 
thank you for that advice. I needed Absolutely. to know that. Um, okay, so like you said, you've been kind of an engineer by trade, right? Correct. Okay. Have you been anything else? So before that, when did you become an engineer? Have you made any any drastic pivots or career career moves in your life where you were like, fuck, I don't know about, I don't know if I could do this, right? Like maybe <laughs> from engineer to entrepreneur or something. Yeah. Well, so I kind of started off as an employee working in a cubicle, um, you know, doing mm. pretty low level code stuff. And then I decided that wasn't my bag and went freelance, which I think was a good transition um, because then I was able to work on, you know, products. But the best transition, of course, was going from, you know, freelance to, to working on my own, you know, kind of products. Sure. Um, and so I, I, I guess the, the, it's not like, I don't know if I'd call it a, I guess it, I guess technically it was a career change from, from being a developer to being an entrepreneur. Um, I guess I didn't look at it that way, but now it's definitely my day to day is definitely light and, you know, night and day different from like when I was doing development, even as a freelancer, you know, cause with a freelancer, you still, you still have to, you know, you do a lot of, you know, development work. Yeah. Well, as a, but like, you also have to manage your hours and you have to bill people and you have to, you know, do some project management and all that kind of stuff as well. So you got to manage your team now, right? Now like, I've got to manage a team and like, I'm, yeah, we're, we're, we're dialing in all of our processes and we're trying to get, you know, like some real, you know, kind of, um, I don't know how, how you say it, but just like, you know, movement. And so it's different. Like I used to just sit down at the computer and just write code. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. like on my own products too. Like I wouldn't even like really, I mean, maybe I like write a few, you know, things on a piece of paper and then just kind of crank it out. But like, you know, there are, there's like one moving part and it's all inside my brain. Right. It's just like, Oh, I'm going to just get this out on, on code and it's going to be so cool and it's super mm -hmm. fun. Right. And now like we're to a level now where it's like, I have to communicate what's in my mind to other people. And, and then we have to have a process that allows us to, to, you know, to, to produce it. Right. Absolutely. And how so, big is the team at case proof? Um, we are at nine people right now. Nice. Okay, cool. And, uh, and so we're growing, we're, we're actually looking for a, a really good graphic designer right now. So oh, nice. uh, if anyone in the not boring nation, is yes, <laughs> where do they, where do they, where do they go to apply any designers? Um, well, we're, we're, we have not historically had a careers page up on our okay. on member press. We're going to have one um, probably this week. Um, but if, if they don't see a careers page, just you can just uh, submit to our contact form. Uh, okay, but, cool. But yeah, and, and we're, it's, a, it's such a fun team because like I, I've been angling my whole career to like work remotely, like work from my house and to, and now like we've got this team of nine people and everybody works remotely. They're all in different um, states. I don't, we don't have any international folks yet, but so there, do you not have like a physical place where you go or like, Nope. Uh, oh, nope. Wow. We are, we're totally remote. And, um, and we use, we use tools like uh, zoom and yeah, Google absolutely. docs and whatever to communicate. And it, it works out great. I, mean, I have, I needed, I almost stress about not having an, I can't work from home. That is, mm -hmm. My cat is sitting on me all day, 
typing on my computer, <laughs> phantom typing everywhere. Like now we got a dog like six mm-hmm. months ago. We love them both, but they're both day assholes. You know what I yep, mean? Like yep. they want things, they want attention. So just that, then like the common, the commonplace things like I'm going to make myself a snack. Oh, look at the big TV on the wall. Yep. Like all these distractions. Do you, how do you do that? How do you, do you have your own place inside working from yeah, home? I have, I have, uh, so I have, I have, so I'm a little bit older. I'm, I, well, I mean, older than a lot of people in this industry. So I'm in my forties now. Oh and, no. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. Oh, no. I'm over the hill. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I've got, but I do, I literally do have four, I've got four kids. Oh geez. And we've got two cats as well. So I have an office in my basement and I just freaking barricade myself in there, dude. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm, I feel like you'd have to have vaulted doors for that. Yeah. Yeah. I lock the door and it's way out of the way. Like we're, I'm way down in the basement and like tucked away and that's how I like it. It's my own little kind of (laughs) hobbit hole. And, uh, and the kids know that, that if they knock on the door and they're not like bleeding or something, you know, they're going to get in trouble they might be bleeding after they knock on the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lay that law. I, I love that. I know, right? that's, that's how it's got to be. Um, okay. So uh, like one, a, a big part of like what I do is kind of like it's unconventional ways of doing business, right? Like I don't, right. I don't know. I start to think about how, why people buy from me. I've been able to sell more than other salespeople. I've been able to build more than other people. And I just go, there must be, I'm an unreasonable person a lot of times. Yeah. Like with customers or wherever it is, it's like, I see the realness. Like, hey, you are wrong. Like on our website, it says no refunds. You signed up for, or it says like we've done some trials or whatever. And they're like, "I, I didn't subscribe to a subscription thing. And I'm like, it charged them like three or four months when they signed up for a subscription. And I, I'm always the person who's like, fuck, fine, it, fine, okay. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. here's money back. Like, even though it says no refunds. Yeah, refunds it like, never, it, they're never fun. Uh, no, and it, it's almost like personal, but I've always given because I'm, I'm somewhat a pushover, I feel like, but I need to get a little harder. Do you yeah. ever feel like, Hey, you set this policy, you do this, you do these things and like you want to be a little unreasonable. Is is there anything that you think in your head like this was a time where maybe I I stuck to my guns and I was like, "Eh, we're going to do it my way." Yeah, uh so I I try to I try to be as reasonable as I can and like with the refunds thing um that's never pain is never like painless like you up mm-hmm. but like i do think that it's the right thing to like you know to give people their money back if they because like i've we've also found because we initially had a no refunds policy as well sure and it you you just reach the law of diminishing returns right because your customers like they think well that's my money that he's stealing or that they're stealing right. from me right like even though it's like oh no you agreed to this you know so it's like now, yeah. now we effectively, you know, we have a 14 day money back guarantee and we, you know, we refund people pretty much, you know, immediately if they ask for their money back, especially with their recurring, you know, subscriptions. Cause a lot yeah. of them will be like, well, I didn't see that it was a yearly subscription. And I'm like, dude, it's like plastered everywhere on the yeah. site. Like you, you've got to have seen it. But 
And so that's so we're we're I'm I'm a lot more reasonable with that. I think early on I, you know, I got maybe a little bit of bad press, you know, for not accepting refunds because oh nice. You know, well, because you know these guys, they get they, you know people set up a website, and they for one reason or another they decide that they don't want to use MemberPress anymore. Sure. And it's like now I go back and get a refund, and I'm like, no, I'm not giving you a refund. You, right. You, you know, there's no refund policy, right? And and then there are all these emails that go back and forth, and then all of a sudden they're blowing up Twitter, they're blowing up their blog or whatever. Sure. And you're like. I should have just given him a refund. I should have just this stupid, this motherfucker, this. Person. I know, right? God. And you never know. You never know when you're gonna bump into somebody. I mean, you know, it's fine. I think if I like, I started in retrospect thinking, you know, if I were a consumer and I tried to get a refund back, you know, I mean, clearly if there's a time limit, like oh, yeah. it's a 14 day money back guarantee, and I'm like way past the deadline or whatever, it's like okay. How much well, past? That was gonna be my next question. Yeah. So I've done a 30 day. Or yeah. I've signed up for 30 days, and yeah. I I said to myself, oh, it's been 32. You know what I mean? Like, I won't yeah. do it. It's been 30. Oh, I got charged. Now it's 31 yeah. days. And my buddy was like, email them. It's a day. They'll probably do it just to say. And I'm like, they were an asshole. And like, this company. And mm-hmm. they were like, oh, no, we normally don't do this. I had to go back and forth with them three or four emails. But then they yeah. did it, and that was a day, right? Yeah. So, and I respect it, and I get it as a business owner, and I'm not a person that trashes things on Twitter or Instagram yeah. or whatever. How long after that 14 day period? And I, is there a time where you're like, this is tolerable? You know yeah. What I mean? Like, so we we have a it's kind of an internal policy um, where we we typically will will um, will refund up to 30 days. So oh, like okay. if the, so like if they. It, the, 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 you know, the, the public, you know, kind of refund policy is 14 days. And, uh, but like, if somebody comes back within 30 days and they're like, you know, this doesn't work for me or whatever, we'll, we'll generally, you sure. know, give them their money back. Um, Absolutely. so like, I, I don't think, but like, you know, past the 30 days <laughs> and it's like, uh, cause we've already, you know, we, we have like an affiliate program too. So it's like now we've paid affiliates and we've, mm-hmm. and so right. there's already money like that's kind of been taken out of the, so it just, it just turns out to be, it's a lot more difficult for us. Right. Yeah. So, I see. I've gotten screwed in that regard, that same regard. Yeah. I give people like, I normally don't spend what I bring in in th- for 30 days. Mm-hmm. So like just in case something happens and I need to refund or do whatever. Yeah. But totally. I have so many costs because I'm self-funded. Yep. Right. I, everything we've built, the six-figure company and these types of things, I've done with like no inf- little to no infusion. Right. Like yeah, ten grand awesome. here from my friend and or like five grand. You know. So for me, I just think to myself, okay. Uh, you are literally taking money that I spent on your product for you mm-hmm. and my time. I feel like you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like if I told you exactly what was going on, that I had $1,800 in the bank and you want 1400 of that because you didn't want look anything and six months down the road, you changed your mind and you want every monthly payment back. Yeah. Like, that is just so if a customer can be unreasonable can't the entrepreneur why can't the entrepreneur be just as unreasonable um you know the the way that the way that the 
market works is that that you know the entrepreneur is incentivized to to serve the customer basically yeah sure like otherwise you're not going to be in business and so yeah for or for long right And, and so and so and the customer also um not i mean some customers will understand this but most customers do not understand the extreme amount of work that entrepreneurs go through to produce a product right. and they don't they don't understand like the risks that are involved and they don't understand basically the blood sweat and tears that mm-hmm. you know that you're that you're going through and they don't understand how personal it is especially like for somebody who's bootstrapping because we're yeah. bootstrapped too and That's and, what I love. and and it's 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 fun it's it's great but like but yeah, so they don't understand that. So I think that like, I've gotten to the point now where, um, and certainly, you know, I have more sales now, so it's, it's a little bit easier to, you know, to see refunds happen, but like, right. Even, but like back in the day, I mean, it was, it was really, it was really painful and it's, it's very tempting to just be like, you know, screw you. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah. I'm not going to give you your money back, you know, but like, <laughs> But, but you know, cause you're, like cause you're super in, child. Yeah. You're yeah. like super invested in this thing, dude. Right. You're like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I wonder if I've gotten there where I'm like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no money back for you. you well, the, like, it's all, it, it always backfires. So just, 100%. <laughs> like, 100% of the time. God, yeah. 100% of the time. It backfires on you. I don't yeah, know. It will, I, well, yeah. Go ahead. Go, no, you go. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, yeah. And then they'll get like, you know, the payment processor involved or there'll be a charge back or, you know, yeah. they, there, there's so many protections for the consumer and rightly so. Right. Right. Um, that, that like, and especially when you're selling uh, digital goods yeah. that you, you know, it's just, I do think though, that when you're a monthly product, um, cause we're an annual product, but when you're a monthly product, I think you have a much better um, justification for refusing a refund, especially after a month, right, because you can sure. just say, look, you know, you're, you paid for a month and your month is over and now you're into this, this next month, right? Sure. I'll refund you whatever you paid for this month Yeah. and then stop the subscription. But like for an annual, it becomes more difficult. Yeah. Like this, I, I feel like every entrepreneur starts at like helping some like they want to yeah. they want to solve a need because they want to help my curse and gift I guess is I I have tried to bring the cost of building an app down so much I have put not tens of thousands but maybe six figures into tech where mm-hmm. it's like we're trying to figure this out we're building this on the Ionic platform and how do we push these and who do we hire and I've yep. got to design them myself right now. So I design the templates, right? So then we have to make the template a an Ionic temp that my designs a template, right? So that's work. There's work to make that into actually developed app. I'm into it cost for everything, like at minimum hundreds of dollars. So I break even when someone pays like five, four months. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I'm in it for the long term. So, right. and I, I help so much. So, but like, I don't think a consumer even wants to hear your fucking crocodile tears as an entrepreneur. They don't, they don't, like, and they don't understand. Me. Right. They don't understand. Like they don't, they, it's like, yeah. 
they don't get it i, I mm-hmm. guess like i love the and i'm blindly loyal to the people that have stayed around and have done things too so like even when they go oh okay i have gone back to those people like i was in a financial crunch like last mm-hmm. year and someone was like oh no this isn't exactly what i wanted and i go oh okay i worked hours and hours and hours for free to yep. do everything i could to make it right and it was like oh. and i'm like oh my god i just not in the position to give you anything back i will give you it back like i will give you whatever i and it's like i almost compromise my entrepreneurial values and my t- i undervalue my time so then i'm putting more time in there because i want to help do you ever think about like the the cross section between wanting to help truly help a customer's life and and better themselves versus like the entrepreneurial needs of like your company like we need to make money when this isn't a charity yeah or like kind of expressing that have you ever do you have any example of that or like I, you know i think that the i think the two are actually kind of linked i mean i think that um so like as an entrepreneur to i mean you get you get you know you get your you have your return on investment right you have mm-hmm. your you have the money that that people pay you and then and then you know you survive but you also are building equity you're building an equity you know like um position for so you're for the future so you may you may be spending a you know hours of time that are you know technically unpaid for mm-hmm. this for this lady right and sometimes right. You know, you'll have the temptation to work on things that, you know, to get the business kind of a thing, quote unquote, right? Um, that you think that may not be the best use of your time, right? Sure, so it sure. may end up not being the best use of your time. But I, I don't, I think that any time that you can help a customer, even if it's kind of an unscalable kind of uh, way to help customers, I think it, I think it benefits you. Like, and I think it benefits the, the customer just even in terms of like goodwill. Cause I mean, businesses run on, you know, customers that are promoters, right? Yeah, sure. You know, like, so if you, if you can change, if you can get, and you need friends, like you, yeah. you, 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 you know, for every, yeah, right. for every person who asked for a refund and, you know, is, is upset with you or whatever, like, like you've got to have like, you know, two or three people that are like, dude, this product is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Like this thing is amazing. Right. And you need people like that. And so, so like, even, even if, and even if you try and fail, even if you spent like three hours and you said, look, I, I've been trying, you know, as much as I can to get this thing going and I can't really, you know, help you on this. And I'm, I'm really sorry. And here's your money back or whatever. Like you've just built some goodwill. I agree you know, and, and it's, it may not be quantifiable like it, but like, I think over the, the six years that we've been doing this, like, I think that those little interactions have built up to, you know, a, a good, a really good, um, you know, set of promoters out there. Absolutely. I, you know, it's the old adage that, or I don't even, I don't even know this is an adage, but I was telling someone more times than not, when you, I heard this somewhere, maybe it was in business school, but some book, right, that I was supposed mm-hmm. to read. Um, it, more often than not, when a customer has a bad experience and you fix that bad experience for them, like they're oh, yeah. more an evangelist than the person who just bought your product, never had a problem. 
Like totally. the person who you fix their issue, that they had an issue, that you fixed it for them personally and you didn't make much, the, that's the person who you almost want to cater to. So like, totally. I'm like, how do we manufacture little problems we can fix? You, know what I mean? like, you don't have to manufacture anything, trust me. <laughs> yeah, isn't that true? Isn't that true? There will always be problems, especially oh, yeah. at this stage. Oh, my gosh. Well, no, like, um, your business is pretty much always going to be broken in some way. Like, that's that's one thing that, like, you've got to – that's what I feel like. Like, I feel like every business is broken in some in one way or another there's there are things like that don't work properly that are you know but it's like that's the that's the thing it's like you're constantly improving and as you improve your process and you fix you know things here and there and maybe other things are broken because you're growing right when you hit different you know levels of your business right you're there are going to be things that break and whatever but like but like you just um you know right you just have to kind of you kind of have to live with it but like those broken things can sometimes affect customers, right? And so like, you're never going to run out of, I think, you know, that kind of stuff, those opportunities to really, you know, shine. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I love it. So like I, a part of this is um, I talk, I talk a lot about uh, being incredibly simple or over like oversimplifying. Yeah. And for a little bit of a little bit of background, I want to come out with a book um, and here soon in the next year or two. That is either your lemonade stand or my lemonade stand. I haven't really thought of the title, Mm -hmm. but it's about oversimplifying just for the sake of doing something right. Like get out of your, get out of your head. And it's about running a business like a 10 year old or my 10 year old self would run my lemonade stand. Oh yeah. Nice. As simple as you can, right? Like, is there a time where you're like, we've got to get this out. It's got to be this simple where I believe if you keep things simple over time, it almost builds your your intuition, your gut, right? Totally. Is is there a time where you can point to and go like, shit, yeah, like I won because of my gut here? I I think that every single product that I've ever launched, I've I've tried to do that because mm-hmm. like otherwise you just you'll never launch. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, it's like failure to launch, dude. Because you you like <laughs> yeah failure. <laughs> It's a total you, failure to launch. The ground control. You're you fucking failed. <laughs> I know, right? Because like you can't. I mean, there's always, especially with in technology, you know, there's always some other little thing where it's oh no, it's got to have this, or like you know, our current users are saying that it's got to have this and that, and it's like you got to just make the hard choice and just say I'm chucking this feature set off the raft yeah. or whatever, so that I can we can get this thing, you know, out there. And I. I um I, I think that it's a you know you you just have to simplify. Although one thing that people don't realize a lot of times simplifying things actually is a lot more work and it's a lot harder. Interesting than, take, interesting yeah. flip. It is it is true though. Because, well, so what you're doing is you're you're upfronting all of the effort so that your customer doesn't have to. Mm. That's the and that's sure. the thing that I, that we've learned about it because you can crank. I mean, we could we can crank out features all day long in MemberPress. We could just oh, I'll just add this or whatever, right. and then you're just going to have a giant hot mess. You know, some might argue that you know we're we're, we're always trying to simplify MemberPress, and there are parts that I'm not happy with in MemberPress. Sure. Uh, you know, set quite a few different spots, but 
Um, but if all we did was never thought about like what we're adding or what we're doing, right. And we just like, just kept adding things. We just have a giant hot mess of features or, you know, options all over the place and features and it, it, you wouldn't, it'd be totally unusable. Right. Yeah, sure. So like you gotta, you've got to, you know, simplify on that level too, but it takes time. It takes right effort. Interesting. It, it's the thought of making something uh, that's a cool topic. A thought of making something simple. Like yeah. it's more, it's more than you think. You yeah. Know? It's, it's much more, it's much more difficult. Yeah. When products get so it, it's the same thing. Like when you come out with, and that's what V1 is built around is mm-hmm. simplifying your product. So like, yeah. oh, this is good. I'll have to use this as a soundbite, but your product needs to be simplified. That's how we make it cheap for you. That's how you get it out in the marketplace as fast as possible. But what people do in their mind is go, I need this. Oh yeah. And then they ask people and they go, yeah, you need this. Oh, you need this. And you're like, no, yep. you get out your first version. It does one function. You sell that one function. Then you start growing based on feedback. Mm-hmm. Very important. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. The, the, one, the one thing too, though, that I would say about that too, though, the, the other thing that I've learned about users um, so we were talking before the call a little bit about like the, the, the developer tools and Zapier yeah. Yeah. and hooks into MemberPress. Do you know how many users gave me feedback that they wanted uh, Zapier integration or developer mm-hmm. tools? Uh, to 25. Zero. None? Zero. Interesting. But it's yeah. the greatest feature ever. Yeah. So like, so like that's, it's our most widely used add on. It's the most widely used feature. And it was because, um, you know, you know, we huh. decided that it was like, Hey, you know, we could do a lot more. We could, we could have, you know, cust- I don't even think a lot of our customers that Zapier was even on their radar at the time. Sure. Right. And so, and so we basically launched the thing, um, designed it and launched it for what we wanted to do with it. Right. And so, so like I do think it's important to take user feedback, but the customer doesn't always know what they really truly yeah. want or need, and they don't even know the possibilities sometimes. It so you remi- got to weigh that in. It reminds me of uh, the famous Henry Ford quote that if I asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's like there is that gap, or there there is that that one that working knowledge of you as an entrepreneur need to show people what they're missing. Right. Right. They wouldn't know that they could use Zapier for this, especially when you built it out. What? Four years ago now. Mm-hmm. I, I just discovered Zapier three years ago, just implemented it into products. Maybe two years ago, maybe, maybe a year ago, a little like a year and a half ago. So yeah. I mean, you were ahead of it and Zapier was a reason I bought member press if member press didn't work with zapier i wouldn't have bought it right you know what i mean like how do you calculate that you know it's hard it's yeah. uh you you have to you're the expert in the field when you you know when you choose a niche and you've got to like you got to own that that niche you've got to be you've got to be like the expert in it and show the customers what is possible oh, i love that you went there because this will be my last question okay. um how you you you've obviously carved a niche for yourself and that's what I, I love doing that. Like 
every everyone i believe can carve every single person can carve out their own niche even if it's locally and make a living right like make 40 50 60 grand like i right, totally. i just believe everyone can do that like and you'll be happier you're running your own thing how do you how would how have you gone about protecting your niche cuz that's very important as well when you're building like a niche business well, I think that you, I think there are niches within niches, first of all. Like, mm. I mean, I think that there are, and, and I think that ultimately, I mean, I know it sounds really cliche, but it's, it is really all about, you know, serving your customers and doing and bringing them, bringing them your best. And if wow, you, Blair, I didn't know you were going to go so cliche with it. I know, I know, oh my I know, God. I know, Tried I, and but true. It, it's, it, it's, it's the, it's the truth. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, okay. what? like if you're not, if you're not, if you're not helping your customers, you know, you're just sitting in Agreed. your basement, just sitting in your basement on the computer, you know, beating your kids blood to a bloody pulp. That's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. Dude, I love it. Okay. Where can everyone from uh, not boring nation find you find member press, check your stuff out. Cause I personally, endorse your stuff i don't i'll never well, endorse you. anything i don't use yeah actually i just got emails that were like your subscription's gonna be and i was like proudly going fuck yes you know what i mean like nice. this is one i want to make sure that credit cards are working properly you yeah know? that's when so, you know that's when you know that you're providing value is when your customers enjoy getting billed right they're absolutely. actually like oh it, yeah I can, bring it on i cannot I let this, this thing laugh lapse right <laughs> <laughs> i owe him so, Totally, totally. So um, my, uh, you can of course reach me at uh, memberpress.com. Um, I'm on Twitter as well. Um, my, uh, you know, of course, uh, at memberpress, but uh, my personal one is at Blair Willie. So B L A I R W I L L I, and um, that's that's all you need to know, probably. Cool, cool. Thank so, you so much, Blair from yeah. Memberpress. Thank yeah. you so much for being on. Yeah, here, thanks man. for having fun. me on.